Thanks for joining us for this conversation with Ken Cheatham. I'm Michelle Akins, the CEO of Sepia Prime Communications and Consulting, and I am on the line with sales and success coach Ken Cheatham. He is the man with the answers. Good afternoon, Ken. How are you? I'm just fine, Michelle. How are you? I am very well. Glad to be on the line with you. Um, I'm glad to be back in this conversation again. It's, it's something I look forward to every week, especially when I get to talk to you and hear your lovely voice. Oh, you see there, you always know just what to say. Now you can say <laughs> whatever you want in this conversation. Uh, but we started these conversations some years ago to help those who are just starting into their journey of entrepreneurship or maybe even growing to get them comfortable with the selling aspect of their business. And these conversations have grown. In fact, you can go to askkincheatham.com, that's C-H-E-A-T-H-A-M.com to find out more about Ken and listen to some of the very basic of selling but these conversations have expanded, and I'm really excited about that because we're taking on more topics that are relevant to you, the new business owner. And uh, so, Ken, I really appreciate your knowledge and the wealth of information that you bring to the table. Now, before we get into this conversation, would you mind catching our audience because we're in a new format we're probably going to have some new um, participants or listeners. Would you give us some of your background? Yes, uh, I'm, a, I'm an old guy now. I've had 40-plus years of sales experience in various industries uh, and learned a lot over those years about what's the right way to approach sales and the, right, and the wrong way to approach sales, which is what most people seem to do these days. Uh, Sales has, selling has a bad reputation that is given by the fact that people don't appreciate that sales is a, is a, a discipline and, a, and a, a profession that needs some, has a, a specific structure and people need to learn how to apply that structure to, and the principles inside of that to sell properly. And what I try to do is based on my experience and learning, to help people understand that there's nothing wrong with being in sales if you're selling with integrity and with the right perspective. And that right perspective is meeting the customer's needs, finding out what your customers need, and fulfilling those needs with what you have to sell. And not doing anything too much of anything else, not trying to sell to the wrong people and not trying to sell to people who, whose needs you don't understand or haven't investigated uh, that's the kind of thing that turns most people off when you talk about, when they think about sales, they think that somebody's there to try to push something on them that they don't need and has no interest in what they, what they want or uh, what their particular needs are. And we say, if you're going to sell correctly, stay away from that. Sell properly by, first of all, looking for people who need what you have to sell and make that your target market. And then approaching those people with a message that says, I have something here that you need. Not that I have something that I want to sell you, but I have something here that might be beneficial to you in a way that solves a problem or meets a need that you have. And then you proceed to discuss that with them, finding out exactly what they need and finding out how well your product and service meets those needs. 
and then presenting that to them in a way that makes them understand that there's a benefit that you provide in, in providing your services and your or your products. And when you've met those requirements, everybody's happy because the customer is buying something, uh, has an opportunity to buy something that they genuinely need, not just something that somebody wants to sell them. And at all times in these conversations, you maintain a constructive attitude that is about meeting the customer's needs, always, primarily that's your, your topic of conversation. And that's how you approach sales. And that's the message that we try to get people to understand. When you're in business, you're in sales, but your sales need to be targeted to people who genuinely need what you have to sell. And as long as you're doing that, you don't have any feeling of being out of integrity with people or taking advantage of somebody or pushing something on them that they don't really need. And that's going to make you feel good about what you're doing. So that's the message that we provide in these conversations. And we talk about how this applies to every aspect of your business. So uh, that's, that's where I'm coming from with what, 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 what our purpose is here. And uh, we're glad to talk to anybody that can benefit from this conversation. And you are hearing this conversation through Zoom US, which is a conferencing and um, a conferencing website. So we will be having some of these conversations conference style, and you'll see a link, but you can also call in. But these conversations have been very educational, and because Ken has gone through the sales cycle several times over the last few years, you can find those conversations on the website that will take you from start to finish, from prospecting to closing the sales and, and the steps that are in between uh, what we've learned is a sales cycle. But what else is exciting about these conversations is that as we get more comfortable with the selling aspect of our business, which parenthetically, I have to say, for me was the most difficult part, Ken, because I always considered myself a content creator, not a salesperson. I, I created things. Somebody else sold. But when you start your own business, you must become comfortable with that aspect of your business. And so the conversations have expanded to include not only sales, but we're beginning a discussion today about the mindset that it takes from to go from employee to entrepreneur. Real exciting conversation, uh, Ken. Yeah, that's one of the most important perspectives that new business owners need to understand is that it's a, there's a big difference between being employed by somebody and being responsible for the creation of sales in, in a business. And whatever you're up to, in a, whatever your specialty is in business, nothing happens until somebody sells something. And that generally means that you have to learn how to sell and to sell correctly, correctly with integrity and with purpose and with focus on how you should go about that. And uh, that's an important part of doing business and doing it correctly because you, if you're not doing approaching sales in that manner, you're going to be spending a lot of time producing little or no results. That creates frustration. That creates a bad attitude about your business and your sales ability and will lead you down the road toward failure and frustration. So we encourage you to learn the basic principles of sales, 
and apply them to the business that you that you're in and and try to be become an expert at, at that aspect of your business and and learning the basic principles of sales not hiding from that aspect is part of the mindset that you need as a business owner um, when you work for somebody else it's always somebody else's job to in my case to do the selling i i was a publisher but we we had salespeople and they sold the ad space but in starting your own business and starting my own business i had to transition from that mindset where somebody else is going to do it because the somebody else had to be me because i was the only one mm -hmm. there um right tell us about that well that's the basic transition that people have to make from going from employee to Entrepreneur, you need to understand that you have the responsibility to sell whatever it is that you're marketing, and you have to learn how to do that correctly. If you just go at it and wing it, as most people do, they uh, end up talking to the wrong people most of the time, wasting a lot of time and resources, reaching out to the wrong places, the wrong people at the wrong time, and not having the effect that they should be having if they're doing this correctly. So there's a need to understand that there's a better, there's a way to do this and there's a way to do it with integrity and in a way that you can enjoy what you're doing and feel productive about it and not feel that you're trying to take advantage of anybody and have a, a sense in your mind of exactly what you should be doing in each step of the process when you're talking to a customer or a prospective customer. And that's what we try to promote here is that understanding and that approach to doing your job as a sales person or as a business builder and making sure that you're reaching out to the right people and you're approaching them correctly and you're making the best effort to get the results that you want. And so we have now set the foundation for any business owner, anybody who is planning to go into business, whether you're selling a product or service, uh, whether what you offer is a product or service, you must, and I, that conversation, that quote, Ken, that you started in our first conversation has stayed with me. Nothing happens in business until someone sells something. And so you're going to have to know how to promote your product or service in such a way, and we've talked about this, to the right customers who really want what you have to sell um, in a way that, that creates business for you. But Ken, in addition to developing the mindset for sales, what other things are necessary from a person to go from an employee's mindset to an entrepreneur's mindset? Well, the first part of that process is recognizing that as an entrepreneur, you are responsible for every aspect of what happens in your business, in your, in your activities. It's not... There's nobody else to depend on. There's no place else to go. Uh, you can't rely on an advertising uh, media or some other aspect. You are responsible for every aspect of your business. And you need to learn how to do that. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to learn every detail of how to be handle accounting and tax preparation and all that stuff. But you need to find the resources that will give you those capabilities and have them present in your business so that as you do business, things are handled professionally. And, uh, and every aspect of your business, you are getting the results that you need and the information that you need and having it organized in, in, a, in a professional way so that what you present to the public when you 
step forward and say, here's my card, I'm in this business, is that you are showing them a professional business operation, not something that's half, excuse the expression, half-assed, but something that is professional in its, in its existence and its presentation. And you, as you present yourself, are reflecting that, that standard of, of professionalism that people that attracts customers to your business. So as entrepreneurs, we're responsible for setting the standard. Um, in, in, in a corporate environment, and, and we want to compare those two, because if you're considering starting a business, these are some things you're going to have to divest yourself of. In a corporate environment, you can sit around with other employees and complain about the company. It's, I don't think it's very productive, but lots of people do it. But in your own business, the complaint, you are the complaint department. So if you have a complaint about that business, you fix it. The professionalism of that, bit of that business is what you set the tone for. Um, and if this might, can you tell me if this sounds really hard, but if you are one who um, enjoys complaining without creating solutions, you may not be very effective as an entrepreneur. Is that too sweeping a statement, Ken? Well, it's it's something that you're going to have to divest yourself of uh, immediately as you get into business because there's nobody, as you point out, there's nobody to complain to. You're it. You are responsible. You're not only the complaint department. You are the source of the complaints that you have in your. Uh, what's wrong with your business? And you've got to fix it. You have to change whatever is in the way of your success as uh, a business builder. If there's uh, something missing or something wrong, you've got to fix it. You can't sit, just sit there and complain about the existence of this condition, whatever it is. You have to fix it, and you have to take responsibility for it. You have to own it, and you've got to do whatever is necessary to, to get it, to correct it. So uh, that's going to come about immediately as you determine to start a business. You're going to have to fix whatever is wrong. You're going to have to take care of whatever is missing, and you're going to have to make uh, whatever adjustments need to be made in the presentation of that business so that it's attractive to your prospective customers. Uh, a lot of people make the mistake of just going out and starting to try to sell something before they prepared their materials and business uh, presentation to be attractive to the people that you're reaching out to. And uh, you can get away with that in some businesses, like if you're a small contractor and you want to go out and mow lawns and that kind of stuff like that. Well, you don't necessarily have to have dazzling product material or, or uh, presentations in a lot of detail. But uh, if you're running, let's say, an accounting service or a tax preparation service or uh, a, a small uh, boutique of some kind, you need to present that business to the public in a way that's attractive to the people that you are trying to reach out to. And it's your responsibility to make that happen. There's no place to go to say, well, somebody ought to take care of this you're that somebody, and you got to do. You have to understand that that's your responsibility. Wow. And let's talk about um, areas where some business owners, some new business owners, may not be as good as they need to be. Things like follow up, 
And it can be very overwhelming in a business day with all of the things that you're trying to do. But the need to follow up with customers and do what you say you're going to do, when you're going to do it, we're not a big corporation anymore. We're, we don't have any cracks for things to slip through. Um, can we talk about follow-up? Yeah, follow-up is one of the important steps in this, what we call the sales cycle, and it's de- going to be detailed very shortly in uh, some of the, on our website, uh, the basics of it. And, and we've discussed it in some of the uh, online programs that we've done in the past, and you can just listen to some of those discussions and get caught up on exactly what that is. But it, it means that you have, there's a process involved when you're reaching out to customers where you are going to need to reconnect with them at some point to provide some additional information or to follow up on what it is that you've discussed with, the, in, with them in the past. And you need to be organized about that, extremely organized to the point where if you say to a customer, well, I'll contact you on Thursday afternoon and see what we're going to have, what, what, where you stand with this idea that we've discussed, you better call them back on Thursday afternoon, not Friday, not the following Monday, or not two weeks later. You're going to follow up because that process shows the customer how reliable you are as a source of information. If you don't follow up with follow through with the promises that you make to a prospective customer, you have an image problem immediately that says, this is not somebody that's reliable. And if I want to get what I need uh, in this particular area, I need to talk to somebody else other than this person here because they don't follow through with what they tell me they're going to do. And that's the image that you, that's the last image that you want to have with a prospective customer. So you follow up with Whatever it is that you promise the customer to do, or even if, even if it's just to call them back and ask them how they're doing or ask them if they've got all the information they need, you're going to follow up on a schedule where you've got the customer to agree to hearing from you at a certain time, and then you make sure you contact them at that time. That is part of being a professional in your business and part of the image that you have to present to the customer. And you can't get away from that or ignore the importance of that. Uh, whatever you, whatever promises you make to a customer, a prospective customer, you need to follow through. And that means you have to be very well organized in how you manage your scheduling and how you arrange the information that you have from that, those prospective customers and uh, the contact records that you keep so that when it's time to call that customer, something in your, process, your system reminds you to make that call and to, to make that contact at the, the appropriate time. So all of that reflects on you as the image that you have as a, a representative or whatever kind of business you're in. And it tells the customer whether or not you know what you're doing and you have a, a good handle on maintaining control of what your, what your processes are and whether you can deliver on the promises that you make. So that's extremely important. Well, Ken, um, as we get ready to, to wrap up this conversation, I'm listening and I'm thinking about somebody who is a new business owner who didn't have a clue of everything that was involved. Some people didn't set out to be 
an entrepreneur, they didn't have a choice because they lost their jobs like I did and couldn't find another. Um, and in listening to these conversations, may realize they've made some mistakes. Can you mm -hmm. give us some insight in how to recover from perhaps not following up properly or um, what is the saying? Kicking the can down the road, not dealing with the things that would bring a sense of professionalism to their business. How can we recover from that? Well, you can learn from it. If you make, you, you gotta, if you make a mistake in dealing with a customer, that's part of the experience of learning how to do your business. And people are going to make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody drops the ball once in a while here and there. But you should recognize that and own it and take steps to remedy it if you can with that particular customer. If you, didn't call, if you were supposed to call on Tuesday and you forgot about it until Friday, well, you can call that customer and say, uh, I, I'm, I'm, I apologize for not getting back to you when I was supposed to. Whatever the error that you made, you can try to clean it up with that customer. And if that's not possible, then put it in your bank of experience to know that, how the, that you're not going to make that same kind of mistake again. And you want to look at what it is that occurred that caused you to make that error and then build something in your practice, your business practices to make sure that that doesn't happen again. If you forgot the customer and uh, because you didn't write it down or you didn't have some reminder that came up that, to re remind you to make that call at that time, fix that by getting some program and you can get these things in, in the technology today gives you all kinds of ways of having those kinds of reminders uh, active in your system so that something comes up to remind you when you're supposed to make those follow-up calls or take that next step with that particular customer. Something reminds you of that so you know to do it and when it's supposed to happen. So you, you can try to fix it with the original customer. And if that doesn't work, just make sure you learn the lesson from that experience so that you don't repeat it the next time with the next customer. I like that. So Ken, would it be okay with you if we continue this discussion of going from employee to entrepreneur for a few more sessions? Yeah, I think it's a very important topic and we, we can certainly do that. I'm up for that. Okay, great. Um, I spoke with a woman, and if you are a business owner, you can send Ken an email, um, and you can get that on his website at askkencheatham.com, or you can email me at influence at sepiaprimewoman.com, um, sepia prime communications. Wow, just going back there, that <laughs> the, <laughs> the history of that. Um, or you can send us an a message on Twitter at Sepia Prime Woman uh, because we'd love to talk with you about your business. Coming up, what we're trying to arrange in the in an upcoming session is there's a young woman with her own mobile massage company, um, millennial, dropped out of college, an amazing story of a business that has been successful. And so we want to talk to her about her mindset in one of our upcoming sessions. And Ken, I also did reach out to someone who has their own consulting business who has written an article 
called going from employee to entrepreneur for a women's blog network. And so we're going to try to get her on too. We'd love to have you, if you're listening on, um, send us a message and you could be participating in these conversations with Ken. Um, any other closing comments that you have, Ken? No, I uh, we really want to encourage people to be in touch with us about your own experience in business. Uh, just to Examples that, that, that Michelle just gave us of two people since she's talked to recently and others that we've talked to in the past. If you have some, if you're having an experience in building a business, whether you're having positive results or not so positive results, we'd like to talk to you about that. And for the benefit of the experience that you can offer to people who may be facing the same kinds of challenges. So uh, if you want to join us on, any one of these sessions, give us a call and uh, we'll be glad to have you as a participant in this conversation. So it's not just me and Michelle talking, but it's a valuable experience coming from where you are and what, you, what you've encountered in the building of your particular business. So by all means, join us and plan to join us in these conversations and invite others who are in the same kind of situation to listen and listen in and join us as well. We'd be, we're looking for really active participation in this conference in these conversations. That's great. And we're also very excited about the new format that we're on. Um, this is a conference file format, but in a day or so, you'll be able to also hear these conversations with Ken Cheatham. There are already some there on our SoundCloud account. Um, so you can go to SoundCloud and put conversations with Ken Cheatham in there or Michelle Akins, and you'll be able to hear these broadcasts there too. So share the broadcast if you find it helpful and bookmark us. We will be here every other Thursday at 3 o'clock Central Time, 4 o'clock Eastern Time uh, for some more insight and advice from Ken and insight from you about what it's like to be in business and be effective in sales and all of the things that make for success. So Ken, I'm so thankful. Thank you so much. You've personally helped me a lot. Well, I'm glad to hear that. And uh, I thank you for creating this space where we can have these conversations and uh, we can share the information that we hope to share with people who are building businesses in this new economy. I mean, these days, you know, I'm from the old school where you went to work when you're 18 years old and you stayed in the job for 20 or 30 years and you retired with a pension. And we know that that, ex that lifestyle doesn't exist anymore for 99% of people. And it's a whole new day in terms of how you generate income. And for most people, it requires that you build something on your own and you get out of the situation of relying on some company to provide for your well-being, your financial well-being. So we want to teach people how to do that and encourage them to do it well and, and do it productively so that they can build the income that they need and also be of service to the customers that they encounter. That's great. So we will look for you um, next, next time. That would be, I'm looking at my calendar here, that would be March 15th at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock um, Eastern Time for another conversation with Ken Cheatham. So I remind you, as I always do, that you have been anointed to do something great. 
make it your business to go about doing it today. We'll talk to you soon. Bye, Ken. Bye, Michelle. Take care. Thanks.